on. All right, welcome everybody. Good evening. It is Thursday, March 9th, 2020, and it is episode number 23 of The Very Interesting Show. So how do you guys like this theme song? How do you guys like it? Because it'll be the last time that you ever hear it. And by ever, I mean... Maybe not ever. I mean, if you were to go back, want to go back onto it or go back and listen to it on your own, which I highly doubt is on any of your agenda, then maybe we could do that. But a really quick announcement that we're going to have a new theme theme song, not next week, but the week after, because next week, of course, is our week five bonus show. As we mentioned on the state of the shows, every four weeks we do a bonus show on week five. Next week is week five. So and I'm, I'm telling I don't I don't know about you guys, but. I've been knee deep in fucking coronavirus this whole week. I, I I need a good fucking bonus show next week. Maybe we can play a drinking game where whoever mentions the coronavirus has to take a shot oh, next Cameron, week. I don't know if you can survive that show then. I you're right, you John. Uh, Johnny Horndog is here running the social medias. By the way, how's it going? I, I don't think any of us. Are. I'm doing well, man. Just chilling. Nice, just chilling, just vibing. A self-quarantining. We are going to get to that in a moment because some people have made some very interesting choices when it comes to to self-quarantine. Oh, you're telling me, man. <laughs> Gene, how are you doing over there? How's Solid, it shaking man. at the airport? Oh, you know. You know. <laughs> well, I, I want to get no, to a no, story that I taught that I read asked. the other day in just a moment. But, Justin, you're here also. How are you doing? What's How's it shaking? Uh, pretty good. Nice. I'm so here. it seems like you're, you're still sane. You still have a solid head on your shoulders is for what now. it looks like for now. You're not going to go insane like the rest of us. I actually heard Gene over at the airport that uh, this was from a couple days ago. This was a story that was broken by the Orlando Sentinel that one of the TSA workers tested positive for yeah. coronavirus. That This was a couple days ago. What happened with that? Did you have to go through any different uh, precautions because of this situation? What changed? Well, I mean, once, once it like the governor, Ron DeSantis, made his announcement mm-hmm. that it's officially in Florida and to take precautions, we started following all the CDC guidelines. So like our office setup, it's way different than it was. It's um, we all sit six feet apart from each other. Um, we're all assigned to because the way we work, we have rotating sets, but now we have set sets. So you work in that area, that's all you do. And obviously, the volume and traffic is a little lower than what we're used to. But so it's kind of it's kind of peaceful right now. Actually, not only do you not have somebody within six feet of your personal being, but you also have less of a workload. It sounds like yeah. So. The, well, I mean, international flights are. You they're know, always yeah, ex- like they're in the shitter. The only like, non almost like, non-existent. No, I, the only international flights we're getting are South American. You know, because Europe is pretty much non-operating. Yeah. All this end, but we still get South American flights, and um, I mean, there's still domestic travel. There's still a bunch of Southwest, a bunch of Deltas, a bunch of Americans, and even with them canceling like half of their fucking flights, it's still like a good thirty fucking flights. Damn. Yeah. So do you feel it getting crazy? Do you feel it in the air? Because sometimes you can just feel yeah, when people, you can feel the craziness because everybody is going yeah. insane. As you all know, I like maybe uh, I don't know how your office is doing on toilet paper. How's how's it looking on toilet paper? On over toilet there? paper at the airport's fully socked. If you got to take a shit, go to the airport. Go to the airport. Dude, so if you sick. have to take a shit, then I want you to know that make sure that you're going to the airport. Yeah. To to high high risk risk take that shit. Low yes. risk, but the tons of toilet paper. High reward. We are running out of. Oh, let me not let me not say that on the air. <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, yeah, don't on. don't don't do that. Uh, there's, you're running you know, out of uh, logistical. What now? No, we just hit a little logistical hiccup, but it's it's gonna uh, come back around. A uh, so logistical hiccup. Good. We've sorted it. So it, oh, so it's something that will fix itself. Yeah. But they're running out of gas. At the, uh, at the airport, have they started mandating certain be- 
behavioral changes in effort to protect everybody? Well, I mean, or if you there? walk upstairs, you'll see mostly employees that deal directly with the people. So what we call, what we would refer to as ambassadors with, um, you know, masks and gloves. But it's all by choice. There's no obligation. So you're not actually mandated to wear any of those things? No, and not especially not in my field because we're downstairs yeah, yeah. in an office, you know. We are. Uh, what we do is uh, we are mandated to wipe everything down before we start. I would think that yeah. this seems like the kind of thing sense. where now that you're forced to be part of this practice and to implement this practice into your everyday being, it's even when you're not in a crisis panic mode, this seems like something that maybe would be a good idea to to take with us oh, into yeah. the next life, into the post-apocalyptic meltdown life, yeah, which is yeah. the uh, wipe some shit down yeah. mantra. But So I, I can completely, I can, I can totally understand that. I Today... So I was just getting off of work. I got off work at about nine o'clock to come over here to the, to the studio and do the show. And it, it's not as bad of a madhouse right now as it was the last week. People are still there's still no toilet paper. There's still no paper towels. Any of the the water shit that you would need water yeah. on the shelves. We it's had some of it. Yeah, it's basically hurricane <laughs> it's shit. It's not a fucking yeah. hurricane, people. It's not a hurricane. We don't need any of those things. But today. I saw things. Sometimes you see things that are just so surreal to you that you you have to like you have to stop because you're so taken aback that oh is this what I'm actually seeing right now? And the the sight, the witness, or the thing that I witnessed today, the madness um, among us, the store employees. So a little bit of background here. I'll put a pin in that thought for just a moment. A little bit of background here. We just recently had to change our hours of operation from 7 a.m. To 8:30 p.m. So 8:30 p.m. is when the store closes. Where you're, where we have a designated get the fuck out of here guy. What was it before? It was before. It usually it's six to midnight, but okay. they changed it from seven to eleven of uh, a few days ago. And now recently, like today, was the first day that our new hours were from seven to eight thirty. Funnily enough, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, there is a special senior citizens hour from six to seven a.m. Heard about that, that the senior citizens That's are going to get to go to because yeah, they they need to. They need some time not exposed to the fucking filth out there, which we're going to get to the Karens. Yeah, the Karens and the Chads, which we will get to the Chads also we have karens and chad so they're both out there they are both menaces when it comes to the coronavirus madness and we are going to examine both both kinds of of human but earlier today at the store so we the reason that we're closing early i'm sure that you guys have have probably gotten some pr bullshit about how we're closing early to to clean things and get our employees prepared for the day well it's 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 half of that it's not only to clean things, but it's also to get ahead of stocking shit for the next day. And so one of the things that we had today that will not be available until the public, I, I should definitely not. I'm, I should preempt this by saying I should absolutely not be talking about this on the air. But here we go. So we have a palette of things that came today. That was uh, the employee palette. And that was where I got that toilet paper from. And so, uh, like a yes. special stock that only employees. I mean, are yes, to take you from. could say that everyone. I mean, they have to have certain you know allowances for the employees. I think that we sense. deserve it because honestly, yeah. like we don't get off until after the store closes, so we don't actually have time to go shopping for ourselves, and we kind of deserve it. We're exposed to all the shit. We're gonna be fucking case number one for people that catch the coronavirus from all these fucking idiots right. out there that are supposed to be self quarantining and social and distancing, they're not. and they're not. Yeah. They're here at the store. Spring breakers. 
So the seeing all the the fucking employees get off, uh, get off work, and uh, <laughs> I had my to, employees yeah, get yeah, off yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any coworker that I would want to watch, oh, except one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like the oldest story, lady yeah. in the deli. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Mm. She over two hundred. <laughs> oh, come here, Cameron. No, help and that's me, the best part. Help me flick my old bean. <laughs> it's like oh, dust coming off of it. That makes me shiver about as much as it makes me shiver to look at the all the fucking fat employees like throw themselves over the toilet paper. And it wasn't just toilet paper. We had like a, we had some baby wipes too. We had hand soap. We had uh, basically our first stock of all the good stuff, except paper towels, which is the thing that I wanted to fucking buy. But uh, we had everything except paper towels to watch all of the employees. There were people from the morning crew that that get off work at like one or two o'clock in the afternoon that drove back to the store in their fucking plain clothes just to, that brought their whole families. Oh, man. It, it was it was kind of surreal. That's some dickhead shit. Right there, man. <laughs> it was kind of surreal watching a whole family of people just fucking crowd around a pallet of toilet paper and paper towels and hand soap and just do their do their worst like. Fucking vultures. Was it every, was it like just as bad as the regular customers that y- y'all complain about every day? It was worse because these oh people goodness. knew exactly what to look for. They knew exactly what <laughs> box to go for. They were they were playing. They were fucking shoving boxes out like uh going right deep into that that fucking Jenga pile. They want that exact that specific brand. They know exactly what to look for. They know what all of the boxes look like. They have all the tools necessary to get all the shit open. Like let's break this fucking pallet down. Oh, it's it, it it was kind of it, it's like a pinata. Like it, the can yeah. spills out and everyone's just scrambling. They didn't mandate shit. like strictly employees only. It wasn't specifically employees only. God it's damn. basically like hey, hey employees get knew. first crack at this like and they then knew kind of thing. They knew when it would break. Yeah, open, so they should have. They should have just said employees only it should have just been because it would have all sold like that because the employees also are going just as fucking crazy as as the customers too somehow i'm not quite sure how but it it, it was it was surreal it was surreal looking at all of that stuff because it's not every day that you get to see this level of unhinged in the general public and so i love it i love it too i i love the fucking level of discord discord that we are at right now getting to see people just in a complete state of unhinged lunacy, and I love every second of it. They're all just animals. We should let it just tip it over, man. I've been looking forward to the apocalypse, man, and this is the closest that I've got so far, so. Me too. Honestly, so I had a story today that just also just completely encompasses how crazy everybody is, because everybody... So Uber and Lyft have not completely shut down yet. They're still doing. Uh, they're still doing. They're still riding people around. They're still doing uh, Uber Eats deliveries too, and things like that. And so I got a a Lyft to work today, and because I didn't want to fucking walk there at one o'clock in the afternoon, and it was. Uh, I wanted to cough the whole time. The for as soon as I step into as soon as I sat down in the fucking backseat of that car, something about the air freshener just it gets it gets your little throat a little bit tingly. You kind of want to cough and let it out. But Is there I know you need to tell us, Cameron, because we're all in the same room as you right now. No, it was, the, it, it was the scent, it was the scent that was made by that air freshener that that was right. made by. It, 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 no, it was it kind of <laughs> makes you a little bit like uh was it an like an allergic reaction. Flavor? Yeah, it was. It was like. It was like a lilac flavor that was like really just scratchy. Did you say lilac, lilac flavor? or lilac. lavender? Yeah, lilac flavor. Yeah, lilac scent. scent. Nah. Fuck you, you semantic like scent. I've never eaten a fucking lilac. It might taste good. So a scent is a flavor. I'm, yeah, I'll I, go to my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> yeah, just an asshole. Gene. But I, I got that fucking scratch in the back of my throat. I yeah. wanted to cough so goddamn bad. I wanted to cough so fucking bad, <laughs> and. 
you can't. It's like a because, social pressure to like not freak everybody out. Exactly, exactly. Because you're gonna get fucking tabooed, and you might get strung and put through the fucking guillotine just by coughing in public. And so, as soon as I step out, that's not even the worst part of the story. As soon as I step out, which I, I got rickrolled in that fucking lift ride. <laughs> like dude, that song came on on the radio. Unironically, I do that intentionally. In 2020. Anyway, it's a good song, so man. how do you know that's how do you know that's unironically? Because you, it was actually like a radio station that that played it. It's I, I, fine. There was a Rick Rolling their area that they play in. Yeah, they said, <laughs> "Let's get the lead out." You're expecting Led Zeppelin, then Rick Roll plays. Mm, I, all right, that's fair. Go. But I get, I step out of that fucking car. I let out the biggest, some of the biggest coughing. I'm like hacking up a fucking storm, oh, and there are people around me because the store is crazy. It's like one o'clock in the afternoon. Everybody's trying to go into the store. People around me are giving me like dirty looks. They're looking at me like I'm a fucking leper. And it, <laughs> honestly, that's when I have that oh shit moment. The uh, oh. I just had a coughing meltdown in front of human beings, and you weren't wearing. And your, I like, work at this store. I was gonna say you don't. You you didn't have your. Work I was wearing attire. my hat. Oh man! I had my hat on. <laughs> just welcome them immediately after you start coughing. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> just walk into the store. Uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome, come on in. So as much as I would love to quarantine myself, uh, that's just not something that is on the cards. It's not something that is happening to a lot of people out there. However, we have uh, the governor. He is out there. He is giving a very fair warning to people. He wants to warn a bunch of people as soon as this fucking video will load. I swear to God, I'm off the We're fucking... talking governator as in... Governator Arnold as in Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. yes. Okay. Is it the he, video with the pony and the donkey? As opposed to what governator? It's a video Just of him sure. in his hot tub because that's, uh, how, that's, how, that's how things work that's now. That's how he rolls. He's giving a very specific message to spring breakers out there. And boy, are we going to get to some fucking Chad spring breakers in just a moment. But first of all, Arnold has a very, very special message for these people that these people are not, they're just not having any of it. Would it happen to be, get to the chopper? No. It, not quite. Who's he smoking a little stogie? <laughs> He's smoking a stogie. Mm. Oh my God. I just finished a bike ride and a little bit of workout. And I just, you know, keep staying at home and away from the crowds and away from outside. The reason why I'm saying that is because I still see photographs and videos of people He's sitting in outside cafes oh. all over the oh. world and Got having a, a good time and hanging out in crowds. That is not wise because that's how you can get the virus. Isn't that obvious? Like, what? So basically, we have the governor on here and what his message is. If you go out into a crowd of people, you might catch the virus. Isn't that what we've been hearing for the last fucking week? Like, it, well, you'd uh, be surprised. Yeah, but fucking... there's still crowds of people. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, it's crazy how that works. Yeah. Oh, there are crowds of people, and uh, one such of those crowds of people is the Chad crowd. You know them. There, it is spring break right now, after all, and sometimes. Spring break don't stop for nothing, and I'm going to assume that this person, this guy in this pink bathing suit, is named Chad. I don't know for sure. I can only assume, but Chad is not afraid of the coronavirus because spring break only happens once a year. Stay inside. That's what they're saying. I know, but like I pay for this trip, and like, I mean, I believe. Like, I mean, think about it. Like, if you're elderly and you're like more acceptable risk, like, like, and we, like, like, we should be staying inside. But like, dude, like spring break's once a year. Like, like. Well, they just said that University of Florida had four students that got contracted. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, like, it's not okay, but like, it's we're okay. not really like at like it's at okay, risk but it's not okay. necessarily. Well, hopefully, like, yeah. Like, I mean, so I mean, elderly and all them are more at risk. So then just have them stay inside. Like, I mean, if they have to come out, like, just to have the beaches, because like, we're at the beaches and stuff. You can avoid the beaches. 
stay inside. All right, so here's <laughs> lesson number one. This guy thinks that it's okay to tell the elderly to stay inside, well, as if they're going to listen. Well, they're not going to listen either. Or clearly he's listening because yeah. he's being advised the same thing, and he's just like, nah, bro. There he is. I'm on the beach. He's Having being asked, time. like... I'm going to get the corona, and then I'm going to go float in the ocean over there and die. That's fine. That's great. It, it, everybody wants to have a little bit of maybe dying to a virus and floating out to sea hey, man. with their yeah, dead but, body. Yeah, but, like, we got to go, like, do that thing over there, like, like right now. Like, like, yeah, yeah, like, like. Like, right. You fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Also, this also happened in Florida. This is down in Miami Beach. Some people are just really not having being told that uh, they might possibly get coronavirus. If I get corona, I get corona. At the end of the day, I'm not going to let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for <laughs> Miami spring break for a while. We've been About two months we've had Two months. We've been waiting two, all that time. Two, three months. So we're just out here having a good time. Whatever just happens, vibing, happens. bro. Like, it's really messing up with my spring break. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, oh, my God. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach? I'm sorry this is happening to you. They're closing all of it. It's really messing up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. I think it's doing way too much. Doing us bad. We need a refund. Aren't college girls supposed to be hot? No. Not always. Who told you that? Uh, <laughs> life? He's watched too many American Pie movies. You watch too many I've watched American zero American Pie movies, actually. He too many college to, uh, co-ed movies. Or too much porn with college co-eds. He logged into... Yeah, I was going to say he logged into a... Uh, Italian VPN. Fun fact. No, an Italian VPN is locked into me. Fun fact, most of those girls in those portals never went to college. <laughs> <laughs> and they're making more money than uh, what? people that do Yeah, go to college. fun fact, as if that wasn't something that we couldn't have fucking figured out already. Oh, fun fact. I also hear that the stepsisters in most of those videos aren't actually their stepsisters. No, they're not. They're normal fun fact. sisters. But only most. <sighs> they're normal sisters. Unfortunate. That's well, oh, okay, that's a little better then. Yeah, yeah that, that's even more appealing. Yeah. This virus ain't that serious. It's serious. It's more serious things out there like hunger and poverty, and we need to address like hunger that. Hunger and poverty. And what exactly, sir, are you doing to address hunger? You must and poverty? be a business major. Listen, I gotta, you know, <laughs> just, and yet here he is, still out here. He's. Yeah, I mean, we planned this a long time ago, and it was kind of up in the air if we still go. But like, we're here. I just turned twenty-one but, like, this year, here. so I'm here to party. She was, like, so Miss it's kind of disappointing. But we're just making the most of it. We goon. met these other people in our little <laughs> Airbnb spot. So we're just hanging out with them and trying to get drunk before everything Amy closes. <laughs> everything closes. I mean, it sucks, but is that Lizzo? We're gonna make it. <laughs> it sucks, and I'm from New Orleans, so this really sucks. This However, really sucks. We're gonna enjoy ourselves. We having day parties all day. It's my birthday, St. Patrick's Day. Turn up. We're just trying to roll with the boy. We're just living for the moment. We're just going for. We're just uh, living for the moment. These people bro. are literal dog shit. His eyes aren't even like open. They're not. What is wrong? <laughs> Fuck. He's taking the Chinese virus a little. This too is seriously. our age group, and this is well, not uh, really. I mean, these. This I is. Think they're younger. They're definitely younger. Yeah, they're definitely Listen younger. to this and tell me that it, that that changing the voting age to sixteen is okay. No. We're just going to do what happens, when it happens. When stuff closes, we're going to do it when it closes, but, uh... What? That's not no, 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 Hold no, no. on. He's talking, about, he's talking about partying. When stuff closes, we're still going to keep partying. This kid is going to be a great politician one day. You well, saw look how at he, that fucking... But you know, you, I need to take a... I'm you a saw how he spun that shit? You saw he said, well, you know, when stuff happens, we're going we're gonna to do it when it happens. That's right. That does sound. That sounds like Rick Scott. It it does sound a lot like politicians, actually. Besides that, we're just trying to have the best trip we can. We're just trying to have the best trip we can, bro. Um, I think we we should just um just burn it down. Yep. Just let it sink. 
These these are the same people that caused hashtag quarantine life to trend on Twitter, where the, it's Q U A R E N T I N E. Oh. And uh, first of all, if we're going to be spending all this time in fucking quarantine, can we learn how to spell fucking quarantine? I'm too busy masturbating watching Netflix. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're not. Little, it's high high tension here with this coronavirus stuff. You know, oh, somebody else actually is doing the right thing, and I want to go over to to this story here because George R. R. Martin, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard of him uh. of Game of Thrones fame, the author that he he's working on some stuff. We don't quite know what, but we've heard that it's Game of Thrones, and it, we not we're not quite sure if he's actually still out there working on it, but. The legend is is that he is out there somewhere. However, the new legend is that George R. R. Martin has decided to take it upon himself to self-isolate on a remote island in order to finish the next book. That's books a little the, steep, but okay. Yeah. No, it's probably good for him because uh, he's he's a, uh, a very large and hairy man. Yeah, he's like a huge yeah. nerd, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, yeah okay. To be fair, and I actually have a story about George R. Yeah. R. R. Martin, but he actually doesn't like people anyways. So I think... I believe at Makes this sense. time he Ultimate seclusion worked, uh, that he funds. lived in like New York and he would intentionally drive to like the far boonies kind of remote places to do his grocery shopping so that way he'd be less recognized. And one of my coworkers actually was behind him in line at a convenience store or like a gas station or grocery store or whatever. How long so ago was this? This must have been more like like five years ago. Uh, so he's in line and he notices George R. R. Martin in front of him. And he says, excuse me, I'm not going to, like, bother you, ask for your autograph or anything like that, but are, are you George R.R. R. Martin? And apparently the dude's a huge dick and just whips around and says, like, oh, yeah, you're not going to ask me for my autograph, kind of like what you're doing right now? He's just like, all right, man, cool. Yeah, yeah, Have a good rest fucking of your day. get over yourself. So he doesn't even like people anyways, so for him to quarantine himself on an island, just... um. Just seems like, that just seems like something he would he would regularly do. Classic George mm-hmm. Martin, you know? He, he said he recently made a post on social media that says, quote, for those of you who may be concerned for me personally, yes, I'm aware that I am very much in the most vulnerable population given my age and physical condition. Mostly that one. <laughs> physical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? He's not an athlete. <laughs> no, I, I would have never guessed. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either by looking at him. He could be a good uh, billiards player. Probably a oh, good darts player. People always worry that he's going to die before he actually finishes those books, which need to happen because yeah. the show was terrible. Mm hmm. He also added that, quote, but I feel fine at the moment and we are taking all sensible precautions. I am off by myself in a remote, isolated location attended by one of my staff and I'm not going into town to sing anybody. Truth be told, I'm spending more time in Westeros than in the real wow. world, writing every day. We need to find him and sneeze in his face. Several, several times. <laughs> several times. Well, funny story. Uh, sneezing doesn't, isn't actually. Cough in his face. Yeah, there you go. Because uh, sneezing isn't actually a symptom. That is true. So either way, it sounds like George R. 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 Martin. This is kind of the perfect kick in the ass that that he needed to actually work on Game of Thrones. Finally, yeah. It, who knows? It, uh, another person that has uh, been seeing some shit has been Bernie Sanders, because we all know that. It, also, in addition to the coronavirus, there's a presidential election going on. Who the fuck knew? Who who knew? Who could have guessed? Of course, we have the Democratic primary between Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. And Bernie Sanders had a very, very interesting reaction to being asked a question by a press member today. Because he, Bernie's just trying to do his thing. He is just trying to run and not lose, even though he kind of already has. Joe Biden has pretty much already locked it up. But 
Bernie dropped the F-bomb on national TV today. Hell because, yeah. Uh, because tensions are just that high. Be- he's Bernie's being asked some random question about his supporters, and uh, he's just not having any of it. Sir, what do you say to your supporters who have been on this flurry no. today? Can you say well, you? It's not a normal sentence, it's just not true. Um, we sent out a statement. Uh, what's your time frame? Are you going to stop with this? I'm dealing with a global crisis. You hear oh, that? Yeah. He is dealing with a fucking global crisis here, ladies and gentlemen. He's so, Bernie. Tensions what? are running high with Bernie. What, what, what was the question that he was asked? The question was, what are you saying to all of your supporters? There's been all this flurry today. Basically, this is, this comes off the heels of a Tuesday where we just had a couple more primaries, Florida being one of them, and Joe Biden cleaned house. So naturally, the next progression of the Democratic primary is where does Bernie go from here? He has a very small path to any potential nomination. There's probably not going to be a brokered convention anymore, as fun as that sounded. But... Uh, this, we all, the press wants to know naturally what is going to happen to Bernie in the aftermath. Is he going to drop out? Is he going to continue to campaign? And so Bernie has a little bit of other shit going on. He's got like uh, a, a global fucking, a global catastrophe global to deal fucking with. Catastrophe. A, a quote, fucking global crisis to deal with. And so Bernie is just, he's, he's, he's not having any of that shit. Bernie's not having any of it. He wants to actually, uh, help in the crisis. What was the end of that quote? Because there was... Did you already close that? I closed it already. I bet. He he just kind of... He just didn't want. He just didn't want to take shit from no one. Because it kind of sounded like to me, he's just like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You're asking me these fucking questions? Yeah, yeah. We have a global fucking crisis on our hands, and you're asking me about my timeline. Go fuck yourself." Also, also happening because of the pandemic is the halting of foreclosures and evictions until the end of April. This was announced yesterday, actually. Uh, this was annu- It was announced yesterday. I believe it was through an executive order is that, it, it, that that's Trump a federal is doing mandate. this. Yeah. Okay. So Trump announced yesterday that uh, he, he is also announcing that the Department of Housing and Urban Development is providing immediate relief to renters and homeowners by suspending all foreclosures and evictions until the end of April. Afternoon, I'll be meeting with nurses on the front lines of the battle against the virus. Front lines. Truly American heroes. They want to get it done. They're incredible people. So we're going to be meeting with nurses. And uh, all of them. I actually look forward to that. Very brave. They're taking a lot of risk and they they have done an incredible job and they never complain. Huge job. Today, I'm also announcing that the Department of Housing and Urban Development is providing immediate relief to renters and homeowners by suspending all foreclosures and evictions until the end of April. So we're working very closely with Dr. Ben Carson and And everybody. Dr. Ben Carson. I think that's only on properties managed by the department. Yeah, you're probably there's definitely some. It's not it's not a sweeping general uh, halting of all evictions. Instead, what they should do is suspend mortgage and rent payments and utilities payments for the time being. Yeah, that what they're not doing is they're not waiving mortgage payments and they're not waiving uh, rent penalties and not they're not waive waiving them, utility payments. But postpone. Yeah, yeah, we could. Which I think they should do. Do that for thirty days and see what happens. Because that's what people are freaking out about. All the people that are out of work that you can't pay your rent. Yeah, and it feel I feel incredibly bad for those people because on one hand it it it. it doesn't feel good to you know be working a fuck ton around a bunch of crazy people but at the same time there are people that are legitimately out of work and do not know what they're going to do with themselves which is a reason that they're thinking about it was 1.5 trillion now i think it's close to to 2 mil, to 2 trillion the stimulus that they're they're thinking about passing and 
I have a very, very strong hope that this is going to be for the common person and not go to corporations because if we bail out the fucking corporations again, then that that's well, it. We're fucking in, done. In that, give me they, on the Bernie train. Tax cut too, though. Airlines have a cut and small businesses have a cut in it as well. So it's not just for the common man, if you will. Oh, yeah. No, it, it should be. It's a whole package. I, I do not believe that that businesses should should be getting tax tax cuts. Well, I, I, I Maybe they need it, but well, at the same I, time, I say, I re- no, no, no. They, they need something. But at the same time, like uh, it, what always ends up happening is that these loans ends up going to the executives and it doesn't end up actually getting paid out to, to areas that were hurt by the business. It ends up going to to things that were not hurt. It ends up going to executives. It ends yeah. up going to not the right places. And so I really, really hope that this stimulus actually goes to – they were talking about a universal basic income type system. And if that ends up being how this goes, I feel like that that's going to help the general populace more so than more fucking bailouts for corporate executives. They're fucking ripping off Andrew Yang. And hey – They're ripping off Andrew Yang. They are. They are kind of. I bet he's laughing right now. Yeah. I don't know if you heard about uh, Nikki Haley resigning from the board of directors of Boeing. Of yeah. Boeing. yeah. She's so, a fucking idiot. Because she doesn't time. because she doesn't agree with the she doesn't agree with the airlines getting a bailout. How do you feel about the airlines getting a bailout? Because you know it's on the table. Yeah. I think it's um as horrible and as much as I hate to say it, it is necessary. Because it is the backbone of travel. And if you don't have airlines, you basically lose travel. People aren't going to take trains or buses. The logistics and the things yeah. that get moved mm-hmm. quickly. Next, exactly. And say not goodbye in, to your next day, Amazon Prime. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not even passengers. It's also cargo. You got mail. You have um, military equipment. Everything moves around the air. You know, diplomats. So it's like, it, as much as I hate to say it, yes, airlines should get a bailout. Now, How she do you should shut the, the fuck up because she ran Boeing into the ground. Oh really? Yeah. So she so it's your position that she's not really in a state to to She's be incompetent. Shit so here. she shouldn't be saying anything, which is why she's resigning as a CEO of Boeing. It's not because of this, it's because she's incompetent and the writing was on the wall. Mm. So she just bailed out at a good time. Spicy take. So actually, yeah, that she took an opportune time to say piece it out. You know what? This isn't my fault. It's uh it's the airline's fault. Yeah, no, it's her fault that her precious Boeing is going down the shit and Airbus is doing great. Uh, among all the things that are happening, a bunch of places are closing. I know that uh, California just instituted a lockdown. This actually came recently, like within within the last hour. California just instituted a lockdown that will be uh, only only essential activities and businesses will be staying open. Mm-hmm. And city council, police stations, fire stations, jail, all the the fucking all the essential stuff. Everything else will be uh, closed. Immediately. So basically, this is saying that essential businesses will be open. Essential businesses will stay open, but everything else is getting the full yeah. quarantine so like, lockdown. They've the, California was the first person, I, or the first person, as if a state's <laughs> a person, but the first uh, state to actually implement the the lockdown. Because uh, at T-Mobile, we actually we closed eighty percent of our stores. And yours is still open, though, right? Tw- yeah, mine is still open. Of course. Because, uh, yeah, 20% remain open because firefighters, police officers, you know, nurses yeah. they will often rely on their phones. So I think that that's kind of falls within that realm of keeping s- essential businesses open. Are you a little bit noi- annoyed that your T-Mobile is still open or do you kind of view yourself as, as, as doing a good as doing a good service right now? Because that's how I've kind of started to think of it now, too. No, I'm not annoyed at all because they're taking care of us. Because of the lack of traffic, they're guaranteeing our commissions. Oh, nice. They're also 
paying us time and a half for anybody who's willing to work, but not forcing anybody to work either. Damn, that's not bad. Nice. Yeah, that's kind of what we're doing, too. It's basically like you have free reign to whatever overtime you want, but you we can't force you to do it. So I, I worked 15 hours on Saturday. It was it was it was great. Fun, it was fun. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I think if they locked down the entire country, as insane as this might sound, if they locked down the entire country for 30 days, we can stamp this out. I, We'd have to shut down the entire world for like a week. Yeah, I think we could stamp it out. Because, again, the symptoms, what? They start showing within the first 7 to yeah. 15 days, something like that, right? What about the 14-day quarantine that was kind of circling around for a little while there? I think that would work, man. I it's honestly... Still, that's, still, that's still kind of a thing that's going on. Like, there's... It's still it's still recommended recommended by doctors yeah. for if you, you know, want to self-quarantine or if you actually do get it, you, you know, it's... Stay the like fuck home, people. Yeah. 20-day the, period. The, so. law, the, law, the quicker everyone stays home... The quicker the people that are sick either recover or die, the quicker we can clean everything up and go back to normal. Yeah. I, yeah. The problem is is that if uh, once if a 14-day quarantine – actually, I think this would be less likely to happen with a 30-day quarantine. If we did the 30-day quarantine, we would be completely fine. But if we did the 14-day quarantine, I feel like 14 days – this enough. is just a hunch. is not enough time because wh- especially once the 14 days ends, that's going to cause a panic of a bunch of people all going out at the same time. And the 14 days might not have been enough time for things to kind of settle down a little bit. And so it'll probably result in the panic again, but worse with a bunch of fucking people going out after the 14 days. So if we're going to do it, I think it, it has to be the 30 days. Otherwise, I don't think it's going to be that'll work, man. But I think again, so people aren't going to do it because you got people like fucking spring breakers over there. Yeah. Instead, we got fucking Chad. That's uh, it just, I'm I'm just going with the flow, man. Whatever happens, happens. I, if I catch start, Corona, it fucking. I you start know, man. doing mass arrests of anyone you find on the street, and then you arrest one dude that has a coronavirus, throw him in a cell with all the other guys. There you go. <laughs> then not only are people deciding to put themselves in quarantine now, but there's also another sect of people that I think is interesting that we're going to talk about. One of them now that were in quarantine that put themselves in some sort of self-quarantine before all this shit happened, and then they come out of quarantine into this whole new world that we've decided to live in now. Like, imagine maybe isolating yourself from social media, from the world, from all that shit for, let's say, for instance, 12 days, and then you come back to all this fucking madness. Imagine how kind of surreal that would be. Well, But why would you do that? Well, Jared Leto. I knew it was fucking. <laughs> God damn it. Well, Jared Leto did that. I'm assuming that it was probably to maybe prep for a movie or to. He's a weird guy. And he also. I think he's trying to start a cult or something. Um, he, or, no, he is. He is. You could. Well, that's a side story. He's though. probably out there to to start a cult or to do some research for a movie. We we don't know yet. But Jared Leto isolated himself for 12 days in the desert to do what i don't know maybe to to jerk off i don't know why you need 12 days for that that's what 36 of them if you're by yourself it could be more more than that but uh 12 days ago he began a silent meditation in the desert he was totally isolated no phone no communication he had no idea what was happening in the outside world but then he returns to this world amongst all of this madness. He walked out yesterday into a very different world. This was from uh, a couple days ago. <laughs> One that has been changed forever. It's like Fallout. Mind-blowing to see. He's living things. Fallout. Or like uh, The Walking Dead when he just wakes up from a coma. Like, oh, yeah, Rick Grimes. He sees the door that says, don't dead open inside. Yeah, don't dead open inside. I remember, yeah, it was misspelled. It was misspelled. 
they're also doing that. Have you guys ever heard of Big Brother, the reality show? Yeah. They're doing that on on there are versions of Big Brother that are going on throughout the rest of the world, like Big Brother Canada, Big Brother Italy, I especially. I think I know what you're gonna tell me right now. And they a bunch of uh those reactions went viral on social media of them being told about the coronavirus shit. Because how it works is for anybody out there that's not familiar with Big Brother, the concept of the show is a bunch of people, like uh, let's say 14, are locked into a house. They're thrown into complete isolation for like three months. And the goal there is to play a reality TV show game where they're not told about anything from the outside world. And so that leaves the dilemma. Do we tell these people mm -hmm. about what's going on in the outside world? I know one such example that they had to call back to for this was the example of 9-11, where yeah. when 9-11 happened, they really, the producers had to really rack their brains around, oh shit, do we tell them? Do we not tell them? Like, uh, what, what, what do we do here? They ended up having to tell them because one of them had a family member that was affected by 9-11. Right. Actually passed away. Yeah. yeah. So they did the same thing here on Big Brother recently. And on Big Brother Canada, they told them. And on Big Brother uh, Italy, I think they had to tell them because especially in Italy where things are going fucking insane, they finally decided to tell them. And their, their reactions were because – they initially started to suspect something was off because they had an eviction show one night where there was no no members of the live audience. There's usually a live audience there. That kind of that gets you thinking. Okay, sure. What's what's going on here? I wonder what could be possibly happening. So rather than think that it's maybe something that was part of the game, there imagine that fucking bandaid being ripped off. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, coronavirus. Uh, I I don't know how I'd feel about that. It feels like. I'm just going to kind of put my own mindset into a person that would be part of that game. I don't think I would give a shit. I don't know how you guys feel about that. If you guys were like maybe playing a reality TV show game and then all of a sudden you were introduced to the idea that there's a global pandemic. I feel like it's something that would be kind of out of your head because it's not a reality that you're living. It's kind of it's kind of hard to put yourself in that situation until you expose yourself back to the outside world. Well, I mean, if you're locked in a house, you might be worried about your family or something yeah like that. that that would be the thing that would would come up the most i think would be you're you're worried about the people that you're with outside you're worried about your family you're worried about loved ones on the outside which is why i think that they ended up telling them kind of like they did uh, about 9 11 that mm -hmm. way the door is always open like hey even in case a family member has issues i feel like somebody just the human nature of this somebody playing the game i get that it's part of the game to be isolated but this is something where i think that you can you can break a little bit of the rules of the game. In yeah, it's order just a to... fucking TV show, man. It is. It's, it is. It's, it's... At the end of the day, it's just a fucking TV show. It yeah. absolutely is. Yeah. And they, they, they told them on Big Brother Italy. And so I think that, uh, especially Italy, they would have needed to tell them because of the fact that uh, they are not handling this crisis Yeah, they, they've very passed well. China with the yeah. number of deaths or some shit. Got the shit. military taking coffins out, man. It was nuts seeing that footage. Yeah, that story broke today about the, the yeah. death toll from Italy finally or not finally, but well, maybe finally depends on how you're following this. They surpassed the death toll from China. Well, and China's actually improving. They surpassed the official, yeah, yeah, the uh, mm -hmm. death toll from China. That's which important is what to the Chinese authorities are reporting. If I had to guess, I would say their deaths are in the hundred thousands. Oh yeah, because China, chi the chi the deaths in China are above 100,000. Oh, yeah. China, I'm sure. Like, How many people China are affected everything. in China right now? Officially? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, it's probably some fucking completely Well, I did, I did see a, uh, an article about that they had, uh, that they didn't have, it's like the first day that they haven't had someone pop up for being affected. Yeah, they didn't show up to the hospital. 
that mean I'm not at home dying. Sure, but yeah. But also conveniently, one of the um, one of the apartment buildings that was housing a lot of the uh, patients when the patient zero thing broke out mm-hmm. uh, collapsed, and everyone died inside. Oh, really? That, I wonder how that happened. I, I could have could not have been a conspiracy. Yeah, I think they anything. pulled out one person, one or two people from it. It was pretty bad. But you don't read this shit on the main news. You gotta go digging for it. Well, while some apartment buildings are collapsing, others are uh, others are thriving because while the insanity is going on. Of course, people are going to want to find ways to pass the time. They're quarantined. They they can't go out. They can't do anything. And so in other apartment buildings that are not uh, crumbling to the ground, they find a little bit creative, a little bit of creative ways to kind of deal with things. And so DJs over in Italy, this comes from your EDM. I uh, actually, uh, Emily posted this story, and that's why it. That's where I picked this story up from. But DJs over in uh, friend of the show, DJs over in Italy are they're just deciding to throw throw parties out on their balconies because that's a thing to do. DJs around the world they're making the most of the current coronavirus epidemic, and this new viral video is a prime example because why not just play fucking music from the top of your balcony? I don't know if you guys have seen the videos, but they're playing Black Sabbath. They're having a. I saw this video today, a viral video of. Somebody, uh, a band in Italy that was playing Black Sabbath from their rooftop just to, just to people. No, I don't, I don't know why. The, in a similar vein, EDM DJs are also doing the same thing. Where yeah, they're, they're coming doing, and ruin it. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> going out on balconies on, under, in front of huge squares. of uh, squares. There aren't actually people down there because they're fucking quarantined. They're just playing it for other people that are up there in, in other balconies. And so live DJs are playing live sets because they're also out of work too, I'm sure, because they have canceled tours, canceled things. And so they gotta find a way to they gotta find a way to get their stuff out there too. Oh shit, the video's unavailable. Man, he Man dude, I, I was I was working on a smooth fucking transition into that video now so it's gone. Took it down. Yeah. Well, I saw something recently where there was one person just playing piano. I think it was like Piano Man or something like that. Uh, on, I think I saw on that the balcony, too. and then someone, a neighbor, like in the next building over, just started playing sax. sax yeah, rhythm. yeah. So I thought that was a pretty nice one. That was in uh, Barcelona. Yeah, very. It's very cool how like little little uh, human connections you yeah. can make through through Tragedy. times of crisis. I think in times like, like this, this is where you really see the like the polarity of people. Yeah, like you see like dudes basically murdering each other over a roll of toilet paper, and then you see this kind of stuff, and it's just like, dude. People's priorities are just, it's just vastly different. Well, humans yeah. are very complex. Yes. <laughs> well, Dr. Oz has a priority that he wants you to take in terms in when it comes to all the coronavirus panic. Dr. Oz wants you to bang more. That's nice. It. Have yeah. more sex. Yeah. This story comes from TMZ. Uh, Dr. Oz knows that people are forced to stay home over the, the next few weeks. And so he had a little piece of advice on it his show on Monday. System. Yeah. He's, uh, he said, you people need to, people need to fuck more. Bang it out. Kills time and tension. Dr. Oz is really, really giving us the advice that we know and love. Is he I feel like a doctor? Does he actually have a doctor? Degree? No, it's kind of like Dr. Phil. He's not a real doctor. No, Dr. Phil's a real doctor. He really? just doesn't have a license to practice, Oh yeah, he has a doctor degree. That, yeah, that's right. It was... I'm going to check that, though, but continue. No, I think you're right that he does have uh, he he. I'm does pretty sure Dr. Medical... Oz is a licensed practitioner. Though. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. The, the same kind of situation. Doc, I don't know. There's something about Dr. Oz that seems a little bit more credible to me. Like, I remember watching Dr. Oz when he first started coming on Oprah. Holy because shit. Because my mom watched Oprah. He's a cardiothoracic surgeon. So this guy's legit. Who, oh, d- Dr. Uh, Dr. Oz? Fucking heart doctor, man. Oh, wow. Wow. I guess he, he actually earned the ability to wear all those scrubs. 
The thing that I thought that was the most ridiculous about Dr. Oz was that he would wear scrubs at the most fucking stupid times that I thought, you know what, there's, there's, <laughs> it is wildly, right. it is wildly inappropriate to be wearing scrubs right now. Is that like and the beach? Here, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Oz here, live from a special report from the beach. We're interviewing Chad and he's in fucking scrubs. So yeah, we're at the funeral right now. You're in a funeral. What are you doing here? He's no. wearing scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to cover the medical condition of death and how to avoid it. Just burst into your poor Grammy's funeral. Like, like the Kool-Aid man like just smashes even, through the wall. Yeah. You should be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to bring her back? Take no. these vitamins and fuck. Here's some Flintstones vitamins. You'll feel better. <laughs> Did you ever actually eat the Flintstones yeah. vitamins yes. growing up? Yeah, the definitely. chalk ones, though, not that fucking gummy bullshit. No, no, that gummy bullshit. Ones. No, yeah, the ones because it was only like the man, like gummies. the purple ones were the ones that tasted, I think, like the best. And then they all they tasted like, horrible. They were all bad, yes, but but that one tasted least like chalk. Yes. Oh god, I I've eaten a whole uh, like a whole uh, thing. No, of of Flintstones. Vitamin gummies. Oh, that was no, a terrible uh, time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I it was not. It was not a fun afternoon. You get diarrhea. Oversaturate your system with vitamins. You no, no. Here's the thing. I didn't shove them all in my mouth at once. I put this fucking down so I can go on this tangent here. Don't no, <laughs> nobody clip that. Nobody clip that and put that on social media. Nobody do it. But um, funny story. Yeah, that means uh, that means definitely don't the do it. The fucking gummies. Yeah, so th- don't you fucking segue me, you <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> so, so I ate a whole thing of gummies one day, and the thing is, I didn't put them all in my mouth at once. I, you kind of, t- you do one at a time. You go, oh, this is good. It's it's like that fucking James Woods bit on Family yeah. Guy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. I do Ooh, like piece that of candy. Bit. Ooh, piece of candy. That's how it was until I was done with the whole bottle, and then, uh... It was just it, it was it was not a fun afternoon of shits. Actually, no, there were periods of time where I couldn't shit, and then there were other periods of time where like I just had to stay on the fucking toilet the whole time. I yeah, couldn't. I if mean, I got up, then it would leak. Constipation to diarrhea your to body's constipation. trying to break down all these very complex vitamins at the same time. Some make you shit, and some don't. It happens, yeah. So uh, Flintstones gummies. I forgot what got us to go on the Flintstones gummies tangent in the first place. We but were you know talking what? about Doctor Oz telling people to fuck bodies. And, uh, and take yes. vitamins. And yeah, Doctor Oz should you should be fucking. Mm. So it's, if you're on a quarantine, you should be fucking. I disagree, Doctor Oz, because that's a great way to get pregnant. And all of a sudden, you have to take up a hospital bed. Now, there you go. Nine well, nine months from now, this will all be fixed. And you think? Uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of babies born nine months from now. Oh hell yeah! Man. Oh, that's it's going to be the new boom. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my buddy just had a kid. The today. mini boomers. Oh, really? Congratulations, Johnny. Nice. He had. He had. A, what is it? A boy or a girl? It's a boy. Oh, he aw. looks like a thumb. Congratulations. Like a thumb, human thumb. A thumb Don't thumb all babies from, look like thumbs? Spy kids. Yeah, I hate when people say, "Oh my god, he looks just like you." No, he doesn't. The first couple of months, you know, they all yeah, look the same. Fucking they look like that. a dude named Phil. Hey, come here. Let me suck on your daddy. <laughs> That's what I hope my baby sounds like if I when I have a kid one day, even if it's a girl. Hey, mama, come here. Let me suck on your daddy. Hey, got my Google. Oh god damn it. <laughs> you 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 couldn't you you had to know that that was coming I did, when you give me that fucking that. accent. You're setting me up that. for that. Of course. So among so not only does Dr. Oz want you to have sex, he wants you to take some vitamins, not necessarily in that order. So that's another thing that you could do in the coronavirus panic. The coronavirus panic is affecting other groups of people differently though. Gamers uh they continue to do nothing. Striving. 
Yeah, gamers are continuing to do the same exact thing that they do uh, every any fucking time, single day, which is play a video game alone by themselves in front of the screen. However, that is not going to stop uh, the gamers versus COVID nineteen movement. This is a viral hashtag that went that went uh, live on social media today. It's a petition that it goaded a couple of very popular video game personalities into signing, and therefore it just became this whole different thing. It's hashtag gamers versus COVID-19, and there's a website called gamersverscovid19.com. It's basically just a, a virtue signaling website that you can go to and sign a petition that says, I, as a gamer, will quarantine myself. Isn't that, isn't that what you fucking do on a regular basis already? Well, it's nice to have that sort of, you know, camaraderie. It's for fun. Oh, yeah. I know, but it's... Our, it's like video games. They're for fun. The whole thing's for fun. Nothing, none of it has a purpose. None of it is None of practical. it's real. None of it's helpful. <laughs> I know, It's just for fun. Leave it to gamers to be so fucking weenie about it. Hey. Hey, uh, man. Uh, the time so that it's, uh, what's that website? It is... We should, we should, you should post it, John. It is gamersverscovid19.com. Well, did so, you had something, John? No? Okay. And so if, if you click on, oh, it has a pledge. So there are 13,642 signatures on uh, Gamers v Corona 19 or Gamers vs. COVID 19.com. There's a pledge actually on here. 13,000, how many? 13,642 at this point. Okay, 13,640 of those are trolls. Probably. Yeah. And you, Only two are legit, which is like Ninja and Nicki Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj signed that shit. Here's a pledge. So, guys, are you, are you? Do you want to take the? I'm not the taking the pledge. No. Gamers versus Corona or versus COVID nineteen pledge. Anybody want to take this pledge with me? Because I'm I'm oh, yeah. I'm gonna pledge. I'm gonna take I'm this pledge right on live on the air right now. John's All right. In. So, John, with me, hand over your heart. Let's take the pledge. All right, I'm ready. Say it with me. Anybody? Nobody else. Nobody else wants I'm to join in the fucking it. gamers versus COVID nineteen pledge. I only pledge my allegiance to America. That, me too, but I also pledge allegiance and to no one pledges COVID-19. So I'll yeah. just repeat after you then? Yes, the pledge. I promise to keep myself and my community safe. I promise to keep myself and my community safe. To help fight COVID-19 however I can for as long as it takes. To help fight COVID-19 however I can for as long as it takes. I know this means social distancing, staying home as much as I possibly can, even when I feel healthy. I know this means social distancing, masturbating my room for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> Washing my hands often, coughing into my sleeve, and not touching my dick with unwashed hands. Washing my hands often. <laughs> I'm not, I can't. <laughs> Okay. Is that it? Yeah. As soon as you start switching it up too, I was all like, right, okay. Right. Now I have to. Is that the whole pledge? I'll just take the pledge. That's the whole pledge. Yeah. There's no hugging, shaking hands, or fist bumping. It's just fucking weenie shit. So just be continue gaming. Take the pledge. All right. What what gamer tag or name do we want to put in here? What do we have? It does anybody have any funny ideas? What are we going to sign this as? We should sign it as a uh, Corona Huffer. Corona Huffer. Anybody have any better ideas? Go, uh, Corona Huffer. Going All in. once. All in. Going twice. All right, All let's in. see. In fact, gamer tag or name. Or patient Corona. zero. <laughs> <laughs> yes, patient zero. Patient zero. There we go. Go so. fuck yourself. Thanks for joining our house party, patient zero. <laughs> Be viral in the good way. What did it just say? 
Thank you for joining our house party. Thank patient. you for joining our house party, patient zero. Be viral in the good way. Encourage your friends to take the pledge and share to spread the word. We have a chance to save the world. This is so much funnier just because we use the name patient zero. Mm, let me, you know, let me see if I can share this on Twitter. I'm oh, gonna man. pull up. Uh, I'm gonna pull up Twitter here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna post on social media live on the air. I, this is at VIM Radio, by the way. I'll do some social media plugs while we're doing this. Which is, uh, if you're listening to my voice right now. At 12.27 a.m., then uh, that's great. You don't have to, to listen sleep. to the podcast later. Yeah, also, go, go to, sleep. to sleep. Or if you're not doing that, then continue listening to the show. I'll, I'll serenade you into that quiet good night with the sound of my voice. But uh, if you're listening to the podcast right now, then that means that you probably didn't listen to the live show, which you can do every Thursday evenings at 11.30 p.m. Eastern at veryinterestingshow.fm slash live. Head over there. We have the live show embedded into that page on our website. We also have all of our social medias at the top of that page, which you can go to at facebook.com slash veryinterestingshow. On Twitter and Instagram, it's all very interesting media stuff, which is it's at VIM Radio on Twitter and very interesting media on Instagram. We'll, uh, that's for all the other shows, too. I'll post some some good stuff that is shared amongst all the shows because we're we're all a team here me and me and me from all three shows and you guys too but uh, <laughs> what we're all we're all a team here <laughs> all all me all the me's from all the shows are all a team and we will uh bring all of you the hardest hitting content especially through this coronavirus panic i i know that i've been fucking nose to the grindstone with all this coronavirus shit because i feel a little bit of of a responsibility as a budding nobody news person to uh just be in the thick of things for you. And I will bring it. We will all bring all the action to all of you guys as this pandemic unfolds at very interesting show. FM. So follow all the things. And so now I'm going to post that uh, patient zero. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to tweet this live on the air at VIM radio. Keep your distance. Well, he's uh, tweeting that. In fact, I'm going to add, I'm going to add love, love, Patient zero. We're gonna get so smiley, much trouble for this with shit. With a smile face. <laughs> hey man. Oh man. That just means more people are gonna be paying attention. That is true. Uh no, what was it? Your a tweet. Bad... <laughs> I talked about this on the... what? There's no such thing as bad publicity. There you go. That's I literally the, said those that. Those are last the show. words. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm not a TV person. So we we will learn we will learn the true the true meaning of I will that say the plus enough. side of this whole quarantine thing. Not not that I go out that much anyway, mm. but been playing a lot of that Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. Uh, that just came out, didn't that it? That shit is fucking dope, and it's free. Oh, oh it's really? free? And I'm playing on PC. My oh, homie's you're... over there playing on PlayStation. We're playing it's together. Cross-platform. Huh? Oh, so you can it's actually... Cross oh, it's cross-platform. You have oh, such cool. an advantage as a free. PC gamer. Uh, yeah. I, I would much rather use mouse and keyboard Dude, than a controller. Me too, just, and I'm terrible. I've been a pernin nibs. See, I've been against. I've been against the <laughs> franchise for a long, long time. After like the first Modern Warfare was my shit. I love that. But one. the first Modern Warfare was After my garbage. shit. After that, trash. I didn't want to fight dogs and shit. Whatever the stupid kills. I thought that were. was fun. But if it's it's free apparently, and that might be worth checking out. I don't know. And I it might be like Fortnite. And it feels like yeah. it feels like the original. When you play, it feels like the original Modern Warfare. Well, that's what I liked. Yeah, it doesn't like. It's it's nice. It's worth it. Check it out. It's, it's worth free. It. It's free. <laughs> it's free. Just download it and play it. It's fun. That's a free plug for you guys over at Blizzard. There you go. Is oh, that so Blizzard? It's yeah, Activision got, Blizzard. You so got to download wow. the Blizzard thing to play it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Blizzard. oh the an account. Blizznet yeah, yeah. or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, Battle. Uh, Battle. Battle.net. Yeah, Battle. Battle.net. That's Battle. the one. Yeah. yeah, we know what we're talking about. Yeah, I will man. never shill Blizzard again because Blizzard is 
just another lifeless, soulless corporation. Now yeah, of course. Because of Activision. Yeah. Well, no, maybe not. not before that, man. Yeah, before that. Actually, no, before that, Blizzard had, they had integrity. They actually made games for the sake of making them good. Now it's just another. No one's, uh, as, no one's as bad as EA and Valve. Oh, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's wrong with Valve? Okay. Valve used to make wonderful games. Yeah. Wonderful games. Yeah. And then they were like, I should stop making games. We're just going to do this platform called Steam and just make money off of that. There yeah. we go. I mean, business small savvy. Small effort. Yeah. But actually, they came out with a new Half Life. No. Yeah. I'm literally just about to say they left the last. No, they came out with a new Half Life. No. Yeah. Where it's, it's VR only, though. Oh. But it is part of the story. It is it is uh, canon. canon. It is canon. And there, I saw... But it's not Half-Life 4. I saw that they put out a post that they're working... Seeing that the COVID-19 19 thing is going on, and they're, apparently they're working on a new one. Oh, really? Apparently. Ooh. Which is a new rumor. We haven't heard rumors from, about Half-Life in years. But they officially... They put out an official post about it. If you want to look that up, it's pretty cool. They keep doing that. Like every yeah, like they, 10 years, 20 years, they're like... They yeah, got to throw a little teaser out there. putting teasers out for mm-hmm. another Half-Life. And yeah, I think the last one was for the, the VR one that's out now. That I I'm not gonna play because I don't have VR money. This seems like it would be interesting though. Like uh, I I I recently did this exercise. So I just interviewed for uh, for uh, management again yeah. recently, which is all fucking thrown on the wayside by the way because of the fucking coronavirus shit. Yeah, all the freezes. all the new decisions are all we're fucking punting that for like another month. We have a but, hiring freeze on my yeah us yeah. too. But in the interview. We had this VR exercise where we had to, we actually had the full fucking VR goggles. It was actually a training exercise that we had to do, like a, a test, where it took us through a VR fucking representation of the store. And we had to look around at different things from the store and be like, oh, what's wrong with that? Oh, there's fucking shit over here and fucking shit over here. And some guy's not wearing his fucking beard mask. And that's why I'll never grow a beard again, by the way. But uh, it, 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 I just don't want to have to wear a beard mask in the deli. But uh, it was kind of surreal. Like, I did not enjoy walking around Walmart in VR. Imagine. Cam sitting there with a VR headset on. You just see. Like, he's pointing around. No, yeah, that's like exactly shooting what a gun into no, no, no. the store. The thing is, I actually, they specifically had to roll a rolly chair into the room because part of the exercise is you have to fucking roll around, look at all your fucking surroundings, just do a little fucking spin move. Oh, I should. I should have yeah, done Yeah, you're that. running a cable, man. Do, do a little fucking spin move. And, hey, I was doing it for the show. Yeah. But uh, do a little fucking spin move and point at shit, point at a bunch of shit. And it was kind of surreal. I do. I never want to go on another VR tour of a Walmart. Walmart store ever again. I never thought it's, I'd it's live to see weird. the day for, to see Cameron do a spin move. I, uh, if you're if you're not watching the live show, you just missed out. You did, you did. If you're not watching the video show, the live show at veryinterestingshow.fm slash live. It was an excellent display of Cameron's athleticism. Yeah, it was like watching it, it, it perfect you're right. It did perfectly <laughs> encompass my athletic ability from 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 the ins- from the bravado to start doing it right into the oh shit, I should not, I shouldn't be fucking doing that. You just goofied your way through <laughs> athleticism. Actually, no. I I uh, I started using our weight bench the other day. My arms are fucking killing me. I started on on check your out path. the garage after yeah, yeah. after we're done here. I got a question for John though. Yes, sir. How do you feel about uh, your golden boy there, Mister Brady? Oh, Mister Brady. Oh we, we, no, uh, no, stand, no, stop it. We're talking about that in the lighter okay. side. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll break that up. No, later. no, yeah. I I, I have that Coming story. I'm not later. I'm not letting you steal my story. That would have been a good segue. It would, but then I got to fucking start the whole segment and don't. Uh, you got like music and stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. That's exactly how that works. That makes sense. You fucking segueing piece of shit. I didn't segue anything. You just asked him a question. Yeah, but you were trying. I saw that. I see that. I just asked him face. a question. I know. I'm just giving you shit. So, uh,. F- Wow, I, ju- I just got so fucking blood red eyes that I just I, I just wanted to go off in like a tangent of anger and then you're like, ah, it's fine. I'm like, all right, I guess you're right. It's I'm very fine. good at diffusing people. And somehow you made me think that it was okay. So Keep their blood pressure up. So to, right to wrap up that. all of the coronavirus stuff, it's a uh, it's a fucking problem. So stay indoors. Take wash care your of your hands. old people. Wash your hands and uh, don't touch your face or your nose or your eyes. And don't hoard toilet paper. Yeah, assholes. Also, if anyone has any uh, a lead on some nine millimeter, let me know because apparently there's no fucking bullets anywhere either. Oh, really? It's insane. Well, Actually, yeah. I heard about that. I heard a story about Dick Sporting Goods. Like one, the within the last couple of days, their gun section is just not has not seen numbers. Dude, like there's it. like three websites I use to buy ammo, all sold out. Damn, every single one and every caliber. I was just curious, started checking the other calibers. Everything's fucking sold out. It's fucking madness. See all these posts saying like, "Why are you stocking up on bullets? Not f- not on toilet paper." It's like. It's called a raid, baby. Oh, yeah, with, with, Ray, with Costanza with the cigarette. It's called a raid. <laughs> yeah, so calm down, everybody. It's going to be okay. Don't go outside. Wash your hands. And you know what? Just sit back, have a good time, and we will take you through all of the action. Let's do the lighter side. lighter side this segment is brought to you by flex seal guess what it, it, we we had to have a segment that's brought to you by flex seal because we cut entertainment club we cut this kind of happen we'll get to entertainment club on next week's bonus show by the way in fact i do want to get to this before we start the lighter side next week we're doing a bonus show it is our fifth show in our series of four out of five so next week we'll have our annual bonus show our semi-annual multi-annual bonus show even there are many of them but uh, next week, we're, we're going to punt Entertainment Club to next week because of all the uh, the coronavirus stuff. We're going to spend about the last – we're going to spend the last segment of our bonus show next week doing the the uh, Entertainment Club segment that was meant for this week. So, Justin, what what were we listening to again? Give us a recap. Uh, it's it Ford versus podcast. Ferrari. Yes, Ford versus Ferrari is the name of the show. Or, no, sorry, name of the episode. It's part one. Uh, and it's on past gas. So we, we're listening P-A-S-T. to that in the past tense. Yeah. So we're listening to that for next week. We're going to do that on next week's bonus show. I know that it kind of it goes against the uh, the structure for a bonus show to be doing a segment in it, but I it it'll be fine. It'll be okay. It'll be a nice little change up. Play too. some board games. All yeah, we'll it. play some board games and some board games. So we'll should, we'll should we play that that uh, that game we played? Yeah, we'll play a different one. We'll we'll the, figure something out. Actually, no, we're we're not doing anything special next bonus show. We're just sitting here and doing the usual bonus show. We're gonna okay. We're, the the goal is that uh, I'll remind everybody about this next week. But uh, next week we're going to play a uh, whoever mentions coronavirus takes a drink drinking game. So we're gonna do that next week. In fact, next week since we're going so hard on this today, because I want to bring you guys all the action and all the keep you guys up to date too. So, however, next week we're not gonna do that because next week. Where we all just want to sit back, have a good time, do our bonus show, and distract everybody from the coronavirus. So the lighter side is brought to you by Flex Seal. Make sure you're going there. Flex Seal has been instrumental in the coronavirus crisis. I'm not sure how, but it has been instrumental. It's been vital to the containment of the coronavirus. After all, you put Flex Seal on something, and 
the coronavirus is probably not going to get in there. Maybe that's just my leading theory. I would tend to think that there is some merit to it, but I'm I'm not entirely sure. Well, if Dr. Oz says to fuck more, looking at Phil Swift's Twitter, someone asked him if it could be used as birth control. Phil Swift says yes. And if Phil Swift says it, Phil Swift is all fucking man, by the way. Do you just like spray it in your asshole? Or like, what do you do with that? I'll show you later. No, you spray it down your pee hole. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, that that would work. Yeah, that would work. Seal that crack. Yeah, get it in there. Well, so mad backup, but (laughs) (laughs) boom, like a fucking shotgun after a couple days of jerking it. Just the end of it explodes like a firecracker. We'll handle this after the show. One point, you're not even jerking, you're just mashing it. I'll make sure to get video. We start off the lighter side. Which is what Gene tried to segue us into earlier, but uh, we'll start I didn't off. Know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really I know. didn't know. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm I'm just giving you shit. But we start off the lighter side with uh, formerly New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady, because after all, in in such trying times, what better than football to distract us, ladies and gentlemen? Because Tom Brady. Has, who has spent the last, what what is it, 10 years? 20. 20 years at the New England Patriots? Besides that one year of it was of it being Matt Castle. But besides... But still on the Patriots. He yeah, he was there. still there. Just it, he wasn't the one playing for most of it. But among, or at, despite that, despite his long history, Tom Brady has decided to no longer be a New England Patriot. I don't, I don't know how you feel about this. I know we've talked about this a lot off the air. But uh, is this going to make you uh, uh, not maybe not a Bucks fan? But is it going to increase your interest in the Bucks a little bit more at least? Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching Buccaneers games. I hadn't yet chosen a Floridian team because I'm from New England, so mm. so this makes it a simple decision for you as to which Florida team you're you're going yeah, for. Yeah, I was originally leaning towards Jaguars, but <laughs> not anymore. See, I back when uh, not last year, but I think it was the year before that the Jags made it to the playoffs. The, yeah. Yeah. They made, I think it was the, the either the, what the fuck is it? The AFC or the NFC championship game. Uh, I think they're part of the NFC. Yeah. yeah you're, AFC? No, I think it's NFC. I don't fucking know. <clears throat> but either way, they made it to the championship game that year of it. And that kind of sparked my interest in the Jags a little bit. And then they completely fucking petered out the next year. And it, it just wasn't worth it anymore. They but, were defeated, by the way, by the Patriots. Oh, Yeah, they fun. are a- AFC. By the Dude, way. I worked a charter for them, and they were a bunch of fucking assholes. So the I'm, Jags? Yeah. What, like, uh, what specifically about them? Just like, the did coaches they... are assholes. Oh, the players the are cool. The uh, massage therapists and sports medicine people are kind of dicks, too. But the, the players are cool. Like, Coolest wh- team ever, though, that I've met? The Chargers. LA, they, they don't give a shit, dude. So, like, what kind of interactions would you have with them that would make them a dick? Because yeah. I feel like you have a very limited interactions. And, but it's like... Just how they talk to you, like little yeah, mannerisms here and it's there. The, it's the little things. It's like when somebody walks you up to me it. and throws their passport at me mm. and then is on their phone the entire time. Just, ah tolerable human being and i'm like hey do you have any bags what what yeah whatever just those like they're just too good for he, you like you won't bring them up to me like i gotta go walk over tag him drag him all the way across got, the fucking room myself i got customers that do that type of stuff at my job too and that's yeah. with their dog they're just like can i just drop my dog off and leave yeah sure you can just I mean, put just drop them outside we'll see you next week <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, folks. It's like, no, I don't want any human interaction. Like, I, this is like before COVID nineteen stuff. I just don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to drop my dog off and leave. What it's do I need to get done? Before? It's it's not how it's it not how this works. Man. Works, man. <laughs> but yeah. So Tom Brady released a statement uh, on social media because that's, of course, how everything breaks is on social media. So I, I want to hear. I'm going to read you guys Tom Brady's farewell to the Patriots, and I want to know: do, do you think that this 
goodbye statement adequately captures the the weight and the gravitas of him leaving a 40 or uh, not a 40 year fucking that would be something a 20 year uh stint as the New England Patriots quarterback he said on social media to all my teammates coaches executives and staff coach Belichick Robert Kraft and the Kraft family and the entire organization I want to say thank you for the past 20 years of my life and the daily commitment to winning and creating a winning culture built on great values I am grateful for all that you have taught me I have learned from everyone you have all allowed me to maximize my potential, and that is all a player can ever hope for. Everything we have accomplished brings me great joy, and the lessons I have learned will carry on with me forever. I couldn't be the man I am today without the relationships you have allowed me to build with you. I have benefited from all you have given me. I cherished every opportunity I had to be part of our team, and I love you all for that. Our team has always set a great standard in pro sports, and I know it will continue to do just that. Although my football journey will take place elsewhere. I appreciate everything that we have achieved and am grateful for our incredible team accomplishments. I've been privileged to have had op- the opportunity to know each and every one of you and to have the memories that we've created together. I th- that's a nice statement. It's a cute little cute little uh wrap up to you know it's that obligatory, you know, professional yeah. sports mm. kind of, you know, <laughs> very like very respectful. It's a business decision. It's very respectful in PR, but at the same time I feel like it does have I I I think this was well written by whatever fucking PR person wrote this statement. It, it had it. There was a nice little little bit of touchiness to it that I think uh, goes a little bit beyond what you would expect the general level of gratitude to be. So I, I don't know. I think think it was fine. So Tom Brady, he is a uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer now. Is, well, that, very, is that confirmed though? It's not. He hasn't signed. All but ah. confirmed. Yeah, it hasn't hasn't signed. But they're essentially just working out the details of the contract. Ah, but I mean that could. That could make or break it, though. The thing is, I'm sure they'll come up to some kind of common ground. Yeah, we're definitely going to hear about this agreement once it happens. So what's going to happen with Jameis? Jameis Winston? He's a free agent. He got released. Well, he's not released. His contract ended, and they didn't extend him. Funnily enough, what do you think about the possibility of New England Patriot Jameis Winston? Honestly, I would personally like that because because the dude slings it. But I think that (laughs) basically... (laughs) He needs Bill Belichick's brain. Right. Bill Belichick would come up with a scheme that just basically stops him from throwing 30 interceptions in a season. Jameis Winston threw more interceptions this season than Tom Brady did the last four years. But uh, it's funny, though, because that's the exact prediction that I made to my boss. My boss is a huge Bucks fan, but he might be an even more... Uh, even bigger Patriot. Uh, I'm sorry, a bigger Jameis Winston. Fan. He's gonna hate football life. And so, even before this was even a co- a possibility, J- uh, Tom joining the Bucks. I said, "Hey, man, I can see it right now." Little ribbon. Tom Brady joins the Bucks. Jameis signs with the Patriots. He's like, "Don't even say that." One half and of my predictions come true, man. And if it, the other way, if it breaks the other way, that would be hilarious. Put put a percentage number on it. How likely do you think it is to actually happen? Like uh, like maybe you you because you know the scene, you know the ecosystem right now. Yeah. Like how how how's it looking as a possibility? Yeah. So when you look at available like free agent quarterbacks, especially with all of them essentially being like signed, mm-hmm. uh, it's really just um, a, a possible trade between Cam Newton and uh, Cam Newton and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Carolina Panthers, I'd say percentage wise for Jameis signing, yeah, maybe nineteen percent, twenty percent, something like that, maybe higher, but so still within the realm of possibility, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I just the the Patriots and any organization really values taking care of the football, and that could deter anybody from signing them as a starter, <laughs> at least. Nice. So Tom Brady is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, very very close to us over here in the heartland. 
So I, I think that it's going to garner some interest in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers franchise. I heard that season tickets have already like Increased. completely sold out of Bucks tickets. That and because Tom Brady's joining, there's all kinds of free agents expressing a lot of interest with joining the Buccaneers too. So that too. Now suddenly, oh, this team doesn't suck. They they've already had like a pretty awesome offense. Their defense has just been complete shit. Now I could totally see all these free agents just clamoring to join the Bucks. Defensive free agents, even. Both both sides of the ball, I presume. They just need an off- they fucking just, mercenaries. They just need an offensive line and a sort defense. Sounds like we're discussing. <laughs> Get fucking Warren sat back in there. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back OJ Simpson. <laughs> Juice is loose. <laughs> Look, it's Nicole Brown. Or it's fucking. <laughs> you put Nicole Brown's face on the football. It's fucking stamp, 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 stamp. <laughs> How do you accidentally <laughs> stab someone 23 times in the back? He didn't do it. He was not guilty, man. Don't he, you know? The glove didn't fit. He scored a touchdown, though. Yeah, he wasn't taking his blood pressure medicine or arthritis medicine, whatever the fuck I want that Bronco, though. Overall, it's though. A nice, it's a nice truck. Overall, though, now that Tom Brady is a Buccaneers, or now that Tom Brady is a Buccaneer. He's the ma- Buccaneers, yes. He, he is the you Buccaneers. You can't say that. No, you're right, actually. Yeah. I can say that. So I did not actually. It was a, a Freudian slip there. But maybe now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can actually be a real football franchise. Now, this article from CNN thinks that uh, now there's a certain percentage of men. I'm not going to. I'm sure one of you guys have already seen this. You already looked at the, the screen before I showed it to you. But there is a percentage of men in the workplace that think that it is acceptable to make sexual jokes at work. Now, uh, let's mm. play a little Wait, bit. It's of, not that, that it is OK to make sexual jokes. at right. work. What percentage of men do you think is that think that it's okay to make sexual jokes at work. At least 69%. I hope I hope it's like 20. So John took the 69%. I'm hoping I, it's like 20 or less. Please, less. Gene, what do you think? Give me a number. I'm going to say 15. 15. Justin, what about you? <laughs> all right. All right what, 36%. What, 36. All right. What thought process led you to that point? Like, do you, like, do you actually think that it might be a higher or a lower number? I'm hoping it's lower, like Gene. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but hoping it's lower. Just because that higher. it's a bad, it's a this is a bad subject to talk about. It's a lot of dumb old men. <laughs> yeah, that actually you don't think about that a lot of the time. When you think about one in four men, like what do you uh, what do you generally tend to think about? You you tend to think about the uh, the older demographic that's probably more at their workplace. That would be more than more likely to actually respond to a fucking phone study like this. So. The number, actually, this comes from uh, an article on, on CNN. This comes from uh, tw- 28%. God damn it. So around one in four men think that it is okay to crack sexual jokes at work. It's a survey of over 20,000 people in 27 countries, and this was uh, research from so, King's College in London. So Cameron, mm. you're the fourth person. Do you think it's okay? Of course. <laughs> I've made plenty of them. No, this room is obviously an exception here, but I've Johnson, I've made plenty one. of jokes. Johnson. In very... Oh, no, I, I'm pretty sure we've all made sexual jokes. I've never made a oh, sexual joke in my life. Oh, so maybe, maybe it's you then. Don't maybe listen to one. past episodes. <laughs> Gene, I, th- I think you're the one in four then among us. That makes it's sexual jokes at work? Yeah. I can't do dozen. that because I work with a bunch of ladies and it's weird. I do too, and I still do it. As do I. Like I work with literally a bunch of ladies, and they all make extremely explicit sexual sexual jokes. Oh, okay. But Wait, I, I have do a story not about this because it's weird when I do it. I haven't tried, but I don't want to. What is, like they get creepier than you? Do. So how my read is here is that they get creepier than you do, and you kind of you can't really reciprocate because it would be a little bit. It would be kind of weird. 
Is yeah, that how you feel? You know, if they do it, it's like, ha ha. If I do it, it's like HR. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, That's that double standard. It's a double standard. But they can get crazy amongst themselves. Like, I don't know if you ever hear eavesdrop things that are oh, not really yeah, meant man. for you. Is that how you've determined that they're kind of fucked up? Yeah, but they, they don't do it amongst themselves now. They just do it because it's oh. like four It's four of us sitting in an office. Oh, okay. And it's three of them are ladies. All six feet you know? apart. And then I'm there's sure. another guy there. Mm. It's not me. Oh, that's not, not one you. of the ladies. No. <laughs> hey. But yeah, and they make like horribly explicit jokes like, oh, that corner looks real good. I got shown a I picture. Didn't get that one. Mm-hmm. I got uh, unwillingly shown a picture of a big black cock the other day. <laughs> was it by a dude? It was or a lady? big, big BBC. And it was by one of the ladies. Was she that an I work older with. lady? Yes. Ah! Older lady. <laughs> I love she, that. No, 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 no. no. She, she, the, the, the thing is, is that I got tricked into looking at it, too. It was We were talking about something else, and then, like, they, the old ladies at work, they were off in the, the distance talking about something else, and I heard them laughing, like, doing, like, the little giggly schoolgirl. Hee hee! The little fucking squeal, squeal laugh, the random shit. And I think that the conversation is veered into a different direction when I walk over there. And, like, I already have the reputation of, like, they know what I do here. So I already kind of have the reputation of, I, I say funny stuff. They think that I, I, Yo, I can you talk about so funny, man. Ha <laughs> ha, so funny. No, no. The thing is, <laughs> it, it's it's uh, not not quite because the thing is, I can under, I can understand them when they talk to me in Spanish, so they know that they can't say shit to me and get it get it by me. So I understand what they're saying when they when they talk about me. But uh, I walk over there after they're done having their uh, their conversation. And they're they're squealing, doing their little giggly schoolgirl thing. I walk over there. They they pretend that they're about to show me. So like, oh, check check this out. It's great. It it makes it makes it seem like generally when somebody's about to hold a phone up to you and they're about to show you something and they make it seem like, oh, hey, check this out. It's really funny. This person was not the person that I was expecting to pull a fast one and be like, oh, here's a giant black dick. I'm going to look at these tasty snack. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe to them. I know that they're trying to project a little bit, but uh, that is not the kind of projection. Let me see yours. He's like this. (laughs) (laughs) no because that one was literally a fucking hammer oh god black hammer yeah precise Mm -hmm. it was it was hammering things so now i want to move on a little bit because uh amongst the coronavirus nonsense there's still a problem that is out there in the world that we have to deal with i know it's been on the back burner for a little while but it is, it's rising up. It is happening again. Of course, I'm talking about the robots, ladies and gentlemen. That was AIDS. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw your fucking eye roll as soon as I said robots. Uh, here we go here again. Here we go with the fucking right, robots. Well, here we go with the robots. Well, IBM, do you remember Watson? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah So I, Watson uh, is rising up again, ladies and gentlemen. That because IBM. robot. Yep, that robot that was the robot aliens man. We know Rotson from his former appearance or his previous appearance on Jeopardy, where I don't did he win? Did he beat Ken Jennings? Or I forgot how I forgot what the result of that game actually was. I don't know. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, yeah I, he's the a robot won, machine. right? Of course, he's going to beat. Ken yeah, Jennings. the robot won. However, so despite the fact that the robot wins everything, uh, IBM also apparently now wants the robot to actually be fluent in human language because artificial intelligence systems they've come a long way but they've struggled to understand the kinds of nuances that appear in everyday communication among people and so ibm is trying to fix that by adding new tools to watson its ai system in its natural language processing technology this was a new development that came from the ibm researches project debater which is an ai machine 
that became the first to compete against a world-class human debater last year. So the the artist One former, might say he's a master debater. He, he would one might say that. The artist formerly known as Watson that, that was that was that was a good one. I think it's a good well played good well, chap. Good. Well played. <laughs> With a side of spotted dick. So uh I love, oh, cabro, I, look at this spotty dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so we all know Watson. Its new incarnation is uh, Project Debater, which is the code name for the upgraded Watson. It, it, you know how some parts of, or some technology projects, yeah. they get code names before they, they get an official launch name? Well, that's what this is. The code name for this is Project Debater. And last year... It held. It had its own debate between the codename Project Debater and the top human uh, debate artist amongst humanity. It, it, um, amongst humanity, that sounds very grand. But this is basically the the human champion of debate that went up against the uh, that went up against the the IBM fucking supercomputer. The supercomputer. Oh my god! Video, please. Debater. Project Debater. Congratulations. Harish Natarajan. I'm only saying Greetings, that once. Harish, I have heard you hold the world record in debate competition wins against humans, but I suspect you've never debated a machine. <laughs> Welcome to the future. <laughs> oh, talking snack. Bitch. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're trash talking already. In fact, if the robot wants to be a human and rise up and kill us all, then trash talk is the first sign. Like, honestly, the fact that I just heard that robot trash talk, that... That terrifies the fuck out of me. Like, I, I hear trash talk from this robot. I think it is closer to being a human than ever before. I'm, so I'm, and you yell beep boop and you blast it with yeah, a shotgun. Yeah, no, it, it's like it's trying to rise up. No, back. Fuck out of here. So that that's how I would solve the robot uprising. Just turn but the microwave on. <laughs> that's a fair point. That's or you a fair point. throw po- the microwave at them. Uh, you fucking. It's a machine, though. It's pretty tough. It worked for uh, use machine as long as you don't break get, machine as long as you don't get tased it's it's fine. It's got built-in taser. The two debated whether preschool High should be subsidized. High quality preschool is one of the best investments of public dollars, resulting in children who fare better on tests and have more successful lives than those without the same access. I think we live in a world where there are real constraints on what governments can spend money on, and even if those are not real. Those are nonetheless political. Harish Natarajan. Now keep in mind that the robot is actively listening to this part of the debate and is crunching the numbers in its fucking robot head. It's it's crunching, it's going through the algorithm in order to determine the the best course of action for for what the robot wants to say. It, it's doing this arguing in real time. against the resolution subsidized preschool declared. So our- what happened was here this the video cuts to the end where they announce the results of the debate and the audience voted on the results of the debate and they eventually decided that the human debate champion won the debate. So it oh, project debater story of John Henry. Yeah. So the Man debater is machine. <laughs> what? So, John Henry. It's a story of, a, yeah, I know he makes yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck you audience <laughs> yeah I know what it is fuck you <laughs> no go ahead tell the people about John Henry please oh no it's just uh, it, was a, it was a black man who said he could dig a tunnel better than a machine can during the machine age uh, when that was first starting and uh, two pickaxes with two pickaxes to beat a machine in tunneling a tunnel then he died and, and he died as soon as he got to the other side fucking died the machine was like beep boop beep up and kept going so who really won <laughs> 
To hold its own in a debate, Project Debater needed to have the ability to listen to its opponent, understand his or her argument, and formulate a response rapidly, all without internet access. So it it could not it oh, couldn't wow. actually look up info. Oh, it, that's it, interesting. Yeah, that's the interesting thing about thing about it is that it all required information that was part of its database at the time. So this meant that the computer needed to be able to identify and make sense of human colloquialisms and idioms, as well as certain dialects or industry-specific terms, such as open a can of worms. You know, th- things that you could say that a robot can't really grasp that, like, those words don't actually mean what what they think it means. Right. And so the fact that the robot is a able to start... The classroom is no place for worms. That yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And so this is the stuff that was holding back uh, AI from fully developing human language or like from fully actually being immersed in the human experience is these language barriers. And so the fact that this level of language barrier is being taught to the robot, it's kind of scary. I'm a little bit afraid. You call center workers are about to be out of a fucking job. That's yeah. that's actually the the biggest uh, application that they're thinking of in the immediate future. And the sad part is, is that when you take away any sort of human inter- interaction in the customer service experience, that's yeah. But if that, you can make it sound like a realistic human, how like if you can't tell the difference, fuck it. Turing that's testing. True. But the thing is, I they still there are still some things that just. Only human intuition can can I like know. hearing a uh, or a fart over the phone. You think that the robot's going to have to add add a couple of those or, uh, things to make it realistic? Shut up, Brenda. One of those. I'm on a phone call right now. Yeah, I like one of those. Talking to this asshole right now. Or one of these. One of these fucking questions. What anyways, these? sir. I don't want. I don't want a donut right now. Thank you. Right, sir. I'm sorry about that. So you said the dildo is stuck. One of so this guy's printer's fucked. Sir. So wh- where is where's the dildo again? Exactly. There? You're gonna miss those parts, but I'm pretty sure it'll learn it and it'll just start doing that shit. Yeah, exactly. You Once know. the robot hears that happen enough times, the robot's gonna implement the dildo language into its everyday <laughs> dildo, vernacular. Dildo talking. <laughs> yeah, dildo talk. Dildos have their own language. Dildology, <sighs> I believe it's called. We have a dildology title for the show. Now. Dildology. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Dildoology. All right. So the overall the robot, I'm 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 terrified. I don't know how I don't know how about uh about you guys, but I have mixed feelings about it. Honestly. On a scale like, from one to ten, my fear of the robot uprising has gone from like a nine to a nine point five now off of this. It's it's ready. It is in full blown panic mode. In fact, I'm more panicked about the robot uprising right now than I am about coronavirus. Which, to be fair, I'm not panicked at all about the coronavirus, so I'm very, I'm mildly worried about, about robots uprising. Let's automate everything so everything's free. I, Think about that shit. I mean... If you automate everything, everything can be free. Hey, man, we won't need to outsource from China if, yeah. the, if the robots can no, do it. If you have robots working farms, doing farm labor, growing plants or whatever, right? They grow food. Just cheaper labor. It's cheaper. It's... I mean, once they're built, that's it. All you have to do is maintain them. It's a lot easier to maintain a piece of equipment than it is to... Maintain pay. a piece of a person. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here first, kids. Start working on your, you know, engineering or their... Uh, the STEM. Focus on STEM. Yeah. Science, technology, E, and math. <laughs> <laughs> Ecstasy and math. <laughs> do you, I know you know it, You know actually what that means, I right? Do, yes. Yeah, yeah. I. I was hoping that it was a joke. Yeah, but for the audience out yeah, there, yeah, what, right. what, bu- you ruined the bit. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm so. I'm just. <sighs> coronavirus. It's making us all crazy. It's, it's giving your me brain crazy. rot. It is. It is. It's kind of. It is. Crotch rot. Giving you brain rot. Brain rot. I'm very much going going to enjoy next week's bonus show, but I got two more other shows to get to 
with all coronavirus shit until then. But the bonus show is going to be. Oh, go nice, listen nice to um, what's the name of our show? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Close enough. Yeah, go listen to that. Oh, we're by doing the way, a, we're doing a pretty good little, uh, little pretty good thing there. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's wrong with me right now. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. It's one o'clock in the morning, and we're all tired. That's My circuits happened. are fried. Your circuits we are fried. We did a good thing there. Go check it out. Yeah, so close enough. That's also there. That'll be on veryinterestingmedia.com slash close enough. We'll what we'll we'll ramp some things up closer to once that's actually going to be coming out. I'm getting the uh the logo done for that yeah. soon. So that's pretty much the only thing. We have the theme song already. I got the theme song tonight for it. Oh, and so I'll, I'll play this. it for you at, yeah. off the air afterwards. But that's the only thing. We'll get close enough started in a couple weeks. But to finish off this show, our final story in the lighter side. Which we go to Alabama, ladies and gentlemen. So let me let me cue this cue this fucking music up here. We go to Alabama because the Alabama House on Tuesday just inched forward with lifting a decades old ban on yoga in public schools. Apparently that was a thing. Apparently in the state of Alabama, oh, there was God. a ban on yoga in public schools. However, there are you can't just lift the ban on yoga in public schools in Alabama. There have to be some conditions that are attached to this, of course, because it's well, Alabama. Any, well, it's any, any agenda. <laughs> yeah, because then you have people, like kids getting molested, dude. Yeah, so... <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like with these bills, usually the conditions are completely unrelated to the yeah. other main point. It's pork. Yeah. yeah. Or like we're talking about vaping. When you the vaping was banned in Florida, it was also to uh, also had to do with restricting offshore 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 drilling. Drilling. Yeah, it's, that was part of it too. The offshore pipeline shit. Stop the vapes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag d- d- drill for more oil. So the the Alabama House of Representatives voted 84 to 17 for this bill by Representative Jeremy Gray, which when I was first going through this article, I misread that as Jeremy Gay, and I was going to make fun of it. But unfortunately, Jeremy Gray, it's just a color. A Democratic Democratic legislature from Opelika. That sounds like That's a fucking... I have to say it, too, just like that. Sounds like a place in Alabama. Opelika. Opelika. Sounds like... Definitely sounds like a place in Alabama. This bill is an attempt to reverse a 1993 policy that booted yoga from public schools. I don't know why they would make a policy in 1993 that just bans yoga in Alabama. I know why. Why? Hey, Otis! Yeah, what's up, Cletus? Man, well, I, I was sitting out there looking at into that school window there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you see there? You got some bendy boys. Bendy boys. boys. I don't think I like that there, Otis. No, oh, no, 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 no. We got to stop doing that there. those high school girls, oh, man? Yeah. Oh, hey, man. Oh, my goodness. Gotta keep them cheerleaders up high in there. Well, yeah. you're staying the same age. You should have seen Susie. Whoa, what about Susie? Yeah, my, my second That's, cousin. Oh, my sister. But you're my brother. I love you, man. Well, goddamn, look at that. It's a family affair, some bitch. The House passed bill says local school systems can decide if they want to teach yoga poses and stretches. However, the moves and exercises taught to students must have exclusively English names, according to the legislation. It would also prohibit the use of chanting, mantras, and teaching of the greeting namaste. So that's all gone. You got to use them fancy now, English you, you words. You see here, Otis, usually this here is called a chataranga. But we gonna call it Chattanooga. Here we go. Namaste. Call this this one right here, downward facing dog. Downward dog. You know what we're gonna change that to? What we're gonna change that to? That's a Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pray the gay away. Pray the gay away. <laughs> Come over here. Help me do it, Joe Theismann. Yep. <laughs> I'm about to do Robert Kraft, but I might go to jail for that one. 
Some history here. The Alabama Board of Education in 1993 voted to prohibit yoga, hypnosis, and meditation in public school classrooms. But this, the ban was pushed by conservative groups. I don't want naturally. none of them magic man coming up to me telling me I'm a goddamn chicken. I ain't no fucking chicken. <laughs> I fucked a chicken once. That is true. I was there to bear witness to that. Thank you for holding down. That is true. You're welcome. In 2008, the yoga ban got new attention when an old document circulated listing yoga along with games like tag among inappropriate activities in gym class. <laughs> Them's I, devil practice there. I, I, you know who you used to play tag with? Who you used to play? Them guys. Cletus. Goddamn Charlie in the bush back in Nam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> used to play tag with them sons of bitches, but you used to grenades. We ain't using our hands. Tag, motherfucker. And I tell you this, there ain't no safe zone there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Your safe zone's a man's nexius rectum. <laughs> Alabama Superintendent Eric Mackey, Mr. Mackey even. <laughs> That's too easy. Uh, Drugs he said, bad and gay. He said that the rule still exists in the books of the state, although, quote, we don't monitor who is doing yoga poses and those kinds of things. They wrote it out, because he was like, mm, yoga's bad and gay. He concluded the statement by saying, I think it's a fine bill. Well, I looked at that there bill and said, hey, come here over here, Bill. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the lighter side. Damn, that was good. Yeah, I like that fucking cutoff. Yeah. yeah, so that was that was great. That was uh, I I know that a lot of us were fucking unhinged on this show. It's tough keeping our heads on straight with all the fucking coronavirus panic. Nobody panic. Nobody panic. Let me tell you. So we none of us are going to panic here. Let, let me assure you. We will all I, just a little bit. It's fine. Yeah, ju- ju- just a tad bit. So we're gonna keep all of you guys updated on all the cl- the latest coronavirus shit over here at Very Interesting Media. Next week we have Voice of Light on Tuesday evening at eleven thirty. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you all the coronavirus shit. I did it on Tuesday. I'm gonna do it again next Tuesday. I'm finally figuring out a groove for Voice of Light too. So come have a good time on Voice of Light. It's gonna be great. The hour long show really really gets to the meat of it. Plus next Wednesday I want to announce that. We will finally be launching Talk News News Talk. Talk News News Talk. The very first episode will air next Wednesday at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. So our week at Very Interesting Media is starting to come together a little bit more. Is Talk News News Talk going to be a live stream? Yes, it will be a live stream. It will be at talknewsnewstalk.com slash live. The assets are ready. The uh, It's basically already ready to go. I just have to pay for the domain, and today was payday. So... It will be live by the time this show goes up, more than likely. So it will be talknewsnewstalk.com slash live next Wednesday at 1130. So we, I'm going to fucking marathon all of you people through this coronavirus crisis. From next Tuesday, Voice of Light, to Talk News News Talk next Wednesday, follow, finally concluding with our bonus show next Thursday, which we're not going to have any fucking coronavirus stuff at all. So if you want coronavirus shit, then follow the other two shows because... If you wanted, if you want anything about coronavirus next Thursday during our bonus show, we are going to be fucking smashed for it. So that's the show. We will see you next Thursday for our fifth annual bonus show. It is, it's going to be great. We're going to drink every time someone, somebody mentions the coronavirus, and we're going to drink whenever somebody doesn't. See you then.
everyone. I'll remember you all in therapy.